it was so in my heart uh, this weekend to give thanks to every precious person that uh, works in this church. So is there a microphone? Thank you. Maybe, yeah. So, Pastor G, who would you like to give thanks to? I've got a list, but I, I felt like I wanted to call you up and let you give thanks to the people. What specific people would you want to give thanks to? I'll start off by saying this. I'd like to give thanks to all the people that prepare. They are preparers for the service. They bring our water. They are preparers. And so there are other people like that. Like I, can, I can go through, but I want us to be giving these people and saying thank you. This is a thank you from the Lord, people. Who else? Pastor G. I think the guys, everybody that gets here early to yes. prepare this, the stage, to prepare the sound, um, everybody that gets here early, like Pastor Sharon says, the Lord rewards you because we're not doing this for flesh. We're doing this for God because we honor him and we love him. But obviously we, we observe your service and we are, we are grateful. We wouldn't be able to do this without you and without you serving God and man. Thank you. You're right, Pastor Sharon. It's the ashes um, selfishly for, for years. Selflessly. The very opposite. The ver Just thank you for that technicality. <laughs> it's a truth, Pastor Sharon. Thank you. Thank you. You know, Pastor Sharon, they are so awesome when we're done and someone just uh, need to speak. They wait. They even wait to lock the building whenever we're done because of the anointing. Thank you. Most of the people left and then they're still here to lock after the anointing could flow. A big thank you. Yes. Yeah. Who else, Pastor G? Well, a massive thank you to the sound and song music guys, ministry who also thank you serve god first yes and you yes a you massive thank you faithful. this is a thank you from us and from the lord because that's how he flows thank you and my brother miles who's been faithful in sound and song ever since the church has existed so thank you miles thank you Thank you, thank you, thank you. A big thank you. And yeah. who else, Pastor Christy? You know, Pastor Sharon, our congregation members, um, they come to pray in the morning. I've got that down on oh. my list too. The early morning, yeah. Sunday morning prayers. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. You prayed Nelson to the front this morning. Hallelujah. That's the truth. Thank you for coming. And you are now praying, continuing to pray for Nelson. That's right, Pastor Sharon. That's the thing, because the thing that sun, Tuesday, Sunday morning prayers go for is for those to get saved, and then, then when they get saved, for them to grow in the Lord. Yes. And for the backslidden? And the backslidden? Yeah. The newborns, the blacks, uh, backslidden, and the babies. The babies, the newborns. The newborns. The newborns. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yes. 
Faithful. And they're faithful. They're faithful are those that come on a Tuesday night. Faithful are Prayers. they that come on a Tuesday evening. <sighs> For years. And Thank the new you. ones. And the Thank new you. ones. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They come. Yes. They come. Hallelujah. 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 And who else, Pastor G? The camera people, the people working oh, yeah. in the back there, switching. They have, they have a special skill because oh. they have to listen to the message but also pay attention to what their camera is doing. And the people in the back there, I know, we're yeah. grateful for them as well. That's right, Pastor yes. Gus. Okay, yeah, cameras, preparers. And then Pastor John's A extreme team that are here every day. Yeah. Yes. Pastor John's A team. A team. Absolutely. <laughs> I have that to say thank you. Yeah. And the eye exchanges that are here with their back and forth and their pots, and you will know, carrying your pots, you'll know what I'm talking about. And partakers of everything. And what did you have something else? The Bible school team, Pastor Shane, oh, yes. for look, 20 look, look, years. Look. Bible school servers. You know, Pastor Shane, Monday evening, Thursday evening, Wednesday evening, yes. they open. Yes. They're here to serve the people. Oh. Faithfully, Faithfully. Going from glory to glory. Yes. 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 Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Every single one. Every single one. And then all the people and that are one. faithful here. That's right. And their, your generosity, your ongoing yeah. generosity. Yeah. Amen. Yes. Thank you, Pastor Christy. Oh, Pastor Sharon. For everything that you are in our church. Oh, Pastor Sharon. Thank you, Sharon. Pastor Garth, oh. for everything that you are in our church. Thank, Thank you, Jesus. everybody, for being obedient to come. Those that are called to Pastor John's yes. assignment. Yeah. Okay. I think that's good. Pastor Sharon, yes. thank you for being faithful to the Lord. <laughs> God rewards you. Thank you so much. Thank you so oh, much. That you Pastor love us so much. That you will just bring the word of God to us yes. every single time. Oh. Thank you. We, we love and appreciate you so much. Thank you, Pastor Thank you for Christy. this. And thank you, Lord, for this moment that we can say thank you. That we can give Thank thanks. you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Jesus. Thank you, Pastor G. Thank, Thank you, Pastor, Pastor Christy. I think, which, which mic must I take? Okay, you may be seated. You may be seated. Thank you, everybody. So now, I'm just going to go. Oh, I have to do the offering. Let's, should we, we do the offering sitting, do we? Normally, okay. Let's take up the offering. This was on Pastor John's heart that we... Start to give you an opportunity just for a touch thing for your faith, you know? Hallelujah. Every Sunday. You can think about it during the week, you know? And you can put something aside. Right? Put something aside. Yes. Thank you, Quibus. There we go. And... um. Our giving is attached to our expectation of abundance because he's an abundant God. Now, do the offering. Okay, greetings from Pastor John. He sends his greetings. He'll be back tomorrow. He's on assignment with all of his uh, things that he has to do. And uh, he does send his love. And he's in high spirits. So, I'm here to tell you today. I've already prayed, but I'm here to say to you today, if you're visiting here um, for the first time, you're probably not going to really 
um, you're probably not going to really understand everything unless you're planted in a church that is journeying with God, you know. Um, and I would encourage you to ask the Lord to plant you in a place that He wants you because that is God's plan for you. Okay? But it's housekeeping today. It's housekeeping. We are a local church. I'm reminding us all. We are a local church and people belong here. And we have all been on a journey with the Lord. Not, and those of you that have come in just even recently, you will understand that we are definitely on a journey with the Lord. And you can slip in and fit in at any stage of our journey with your whole heart. You can. You can. You mustn't sit and feel, I haven't been with Pastor John that long. I haven't been with them, Pastor John and Sharon, that long. If the Lord has called you here, then you fit in immediately. Right? So I want to remind you now about 2020, the new open door, the new era. So we've had 2020, 2021, 2022, 2023. Four years we've had. Four years we've had since God announced new open door to our church. Right? New era, 2021. And then on the 30th of September, the Lord began crossing over with us. He began crossing over with us. So what the Lord wants me to do with you this morning is bringing you, bring you right up to date. So we have made the choice to cross over, number one. We've made the choice to cross over. Number two, these are the points from Pastor John. We're busy with old things dying in us that we're leaving behind us. Number three, in the process of our choosing and our, our um, and busy with the Lord with old things dying in us, we're experiencing miracles happening in us. We're experiencing the miracle working power of the Holy Spirit within us, helping us to cross over. And where we recognize that because we're in it with Him crossing over, we pick up a stone, not an actual physical stone, but it's, it's, we make, we make a, we remember. It's a stone to remember what he's done in me. And then when he, when he does another th miracle in you and helps you to cross over and that thing is now dead and that, you've left that thing behind, it's another stone. It's another stone, so... We are building a memorial in our hearts. We have the Holy Weave as an example and the messages in our hearts that He keeps speaking to us and we have a song. And then we are circumcising our hearts as the Lord deals with us. 
The Lord is on his time. I'm reading it because I didn't want to get sidetracked. There's a specific way God's going to flow this morning. And I would, okay, he's going to flow this morning. So the Lord is on his time with us. We as an ecclesia and as a church are on his time for us. So it's been four years since he announced the new open door. It's been four years. And a new era for us. He just does work with time and timelines, even though he's a God outside of time. He just does work with us in time and on, in timelines. And this was a very interesting thing he said to me this weekend. He said, I never forget a seed sown. I never forget a seed that I've sown into this church. I never forget what I've said to this church. I never forget a seed that I've sown. That's why I have you recorded so that you can remember. Because I have come. Since 2020, it was a, a, a whole new shift for our church. He said, I have come to sow seed. It was a new seed. A new open door, new era, and he's still sowing that seed. So, so he wanted me to say this. He never forgets his seed sown. That is why he reminds us. He has sown seed into the congregation. That's word. His word seed. Into this church. And now he begins to look for fruit. Now he begins to look for fruit. What is the fruit of the seed sown. It's those that have taken the seed that's been sown and it's being grown in them. That's the fruit that he's now looking for. And this is the only scripture I'm going to bring to you today. Luke 13 from the King James, verse 6 to 9. Can we put that up? He wanted to give me this as an example that he's looking for fruit here. He's looking for fruit here. He's looking to see, he's looking per, at people personally. He's looking at every one of you that are planted here. He's looking at you personally to see what fruit is coming off you and from your life, from what he is sowing here. What he's saying is what he's sowing, the seed of God's word. This is Jesus speaking. He spoke also this parable. This is Jesus saying, A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard. The vineyard is the church. I'm just letting you know from all my studies, you can, you can trust me on this for Bible commentaries. A certain man, Jesus, had a church. Planted, a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came and sought fruit thereon. And found none. So, I'm not looking for your fruit. Jesus is looking for the fruit of what he's sown here among us. I'm not looking for it. We're not looking at each other for it. Although, the Bible does say you will know them by their fruit. A fruitful one will know another fruitful one. But, let's look at that again. 
He came and sought fruit thereon and found none. And then he said unto the keeper of his vineyard, the keeper of the vineyard is the pastor or the spiritual leader of a church. Behold, these three years I've come seeking fruit. Look at that, Pastor Christie. What is Jesus saying? These three years I've come looking for fruit. These three years I've come looking for fruit of what I've sown to my ecclesia, my church that I'm building, because I build with what I sow and what I say. And I build in people's hearts. I don't build buildings. Right? Glory. So, he said, Behold, these three years I come seeking fruit on this fig tree and find none. Cut it down. Why cumbereth it the ground? Why cumbereth it the ground? Why would you be here and have no, bear no fruit? Why would you be here and just sit and not ever listen to the word and do the word? You're taking up space. You're taking up room. You, you're taking up space that could be somebody else's place. Right? That's why I, was, I said to um, um, Pastor Christie recently, my expectation, one of my expectations this year is that the people that don't want to be here, that they will go. The people that don't want to be here, that they will leave, that they won't just sit and take up space. Especially after three years. Especially, isn't it interesting that Jesus puts a three-year thing on it? First time I ever saw this. It's the first time I ever saw this. That Jesus is saying, fruit, fruit, I've been sowing seed, sowing seed. Even a baby Christian can take the seed that comes off this pulpit and sow it, believe it, receive it, and grow it. Right. Glory to God. So, and then he answered, said unto him, and Pastor John said to the Lord, Lord, just let it alone this year. Because he's so kind. Pastor John, right? Just let it alone. Just one more year, Lord. Just let it alone. Until I shall dig about it and dung it. Put some compost in. Let me just dig around a bit in it and let me dung it. Let me just give me time to speak the same messages over and over again. Let me bring all the messages that I've brought. Let me bring it again. Because that's exactly what's happening right now. I was in, a, in, my, in, my, in, my, in my soul. I was shocked to find a message that I thought was kingdom and ecclesia economy and it came from 2021. Exactly the same message he brought, messages that he brought, that the Lord brought, what's your more for, and money messages. I, was, I felt ashamed until the Lord helped me, Pastor Christine. He said to me, no, I'm also bringing the messages for the newbies because my exchanges are going to get it. The I exchanges are going to get it. And there are going to be some other people because other people got it then in 2021. You have to understand. When he preached exactly the same messages in 2021, they got it. There were some that actually got it. 
they've been living at this fruit off it already. So, um, and then he also said to me, don't be too hard on them, Sharon. I also come to remind my people. I'm a reminder. So he comforted me like that. Because I said, I, I, I wept on the phone with Pastor John. I said, I found exactly the same message, Lord, uh, Pastor, Pastor John, that you preached in 2021, that you're preaching now again. And there was part of me that felt ashamed. You've got to do it again, Lord. Didn't they get it then? And then the Lord comforted me like that. Now I'm coming to remind them, and, but he is also coming to look for fruit. Right? So, the Lord doesn't want any of us. He wanted me to say this to you. That's why I wrote it down. The Lord doesn't want any of us, not one of you. He, the Lord doesn't want any of us in the dark about anything that he's doing here. He wants all of us in the light of what he's saying and doing here. He is an all-inclusive God always. God is not trying to exclude you with a message like I'm coming to look for fruit. He has every right to my life. He's my Lord. He has every right to my life to come and look for fruit that he's sowing. He's not trying to exclude me because there's no fruit. He's Wanting to endeavor to say, you've, you've done nothing about the, 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 the seed that I've sown. Get with it, Sharon. Get with it. Get with it. Why is there no fruit in your life? So, he is an all-inclusive God always. Right now, though, he wants you to know. Because this is housekeeping this morning. He wants you to know that there's a tremendous press. You need to understand that there are some people in this church that are pressing into God tremendously. So he said to me, there's a tremendous press in this crossover with me, Sharon. They're pressing my... They are, some of my people here in this congregation, they're pressing, Sharon. And I'm coming at them. I'm coming to them. I'm meeting them where they're at. My Holy Spirit is showing them things. They're bearing fruit. They're coming. They're crossing over. And I'm not stopping, the Lord said to me. I'm not stopping now. I'm not stopping for people that have been here for years and still no fruit. Can they ever change and bear fruit? Of course, it's always our choice. It's always our choice. But he's moving quite fast now. Right now, tremendous, tremendous press is being made by his sons. People in this church right now are choosing their level of crossing. And there are many that have been like me. Lord, I'm not telling you what I think my level can be. I'm saying, what level do you know I can go to? Take me there. Take me there. There's not a bridge too far for me to go. I'm radical and I'm extreme and I want it all. And I'm pressing all the time. There are many like me. Some like me. 
Pastor John and I are going there. There are people in this church. He wants all of um, Heritage of Faith to know this morning that people have been choosing their levels. They're in the process right now of choosing their levels of crossing over. Pastor John and I are going there, and so are others. He asked us and told us to press. He did. He wants me to remind you of recent developments and to bring you up to date right now. Okay, this is where I'm not going to be much longer because this is where he wanted me to go this morning. Tuesday, the 5th of December at prayer, I did share. On reflection, this was just me coming to share my crossover with you. It was definitely not me coming to tell you what to do. That's how the Lord gave it to me to say it. On reflection, that Tuesday night at prayer meeting, when I brought that whole psalm, whatever you want to call it, that I got from God, I was coming to share it with my family. It was definitely not me coming to tell you what to do. I was just beside myself with my personal encounter. I had to tell someone it was so brand new. I came to my family that Tuesday night. I was not to know that it would cause such a stir that others too would cross over with me. And so I've been privileged that people have come to tell me their encounters with God from that Tuesday night. Then I read this psalm given to me on Sunday, the 10th of December, to the congregation. Let me read it again to you. Again, I come to read it to you, to share with you part of my crossover, not to tell you what to do. <laughs> this is how he gave it to me in my crossover. And I was just sharing it with my family. It's called... This time of year, this month of December going into January is sacred to me. I'm going to be so awake, there's so much at stake. I'm at my post, I'm in your army, you've not given me leave because you've got some things up your sleeve for me to see, for you to show. I'm at attention. I'm not slack. I'm not going to lose my footing now and go back. I'm showing up in the spirit, I'm in position. I'm not going AWOL and not giving my, my body to other things. I'm progressing and advancing in this way into 2024. I give myself wholly to you. You'll not find me asleep at this critical time. I'm yours and you are mine. Now, you must understand this was me having this experience on Monday the 4th of December. I'm in my time of intimacy of crossing over with the Lord. And so... He starts on this with me. So um, you'll not find me asleep at this critical time. I'm yours and you are mine. You'll find my mind stayed on you. You'll find me faithful. You'll find me true. I'm not going to do like the darkness of this world. Their fun is not my fun. Continued to 79. Yeah, let me, I'm, a, I'm not going to read all of it to you because it's, it was very long. I was like, it's still flowing, Lord. It's still flowing. Wow. Okay, not going my own way. This is my Sabbath day and not traveling unduly. 
This is my opportunity for a crossover, a crossover from the old to the new. The old, old, old thinking about this time of year, dead, dead, dead in me, I'm so clear. You'll find me so changed about December going into January. In the future, this time is yours. Forever to do what you will. Sacred to you these months will be, I'm in your army. Oh, I see, I see this opportunity for this to die. Now I'm having this real experience with God, you must understand. Oh, I see, I see this, uh, this opportunity for this to die in me. You first, always, you first to this extent and this big. May all the pleasures and activities of this world be like gravel in my mouth and set my teeth on edge. I'm climbing up this mountain, I'm not falling from this ledge. I'm making progress in my climb, not stopping now, my eyes set on you. Not doing Christmas like the world when there's a current war raging. I'm not a parting Christian anymore. My face is set like flint. Flint, there's a resolve in me that's not been there before. You can count on me at this time to be at my post, watching and praying, not parting and playing, not being at ease. Oh yes, rest and refreshing will be my portion while at my post. But parting and playing and being at ease for me, how I've been at this time of year now, it does cease. <laughs> it's happening in me. It's my crossover that I'm saying, what things have to die in me? What things do I have to leave behind? And he's showing me. He's cut, cut, cutting it off me. And I'm experiencing free, free, free. I saw how it came from my mom and my dad and from my grandparents and all of this December, right? Okay, from the world system. So here I am. Where am I? I'm going to, uh, and then it's this, in this holiday time of year, it's so sacred and holy to me. Is this holiday time of year so sacred and holy to me that I can't see? Has it blinded me to you so long? Oh, I see now, I see. I'll not go dark in this light. I'll cross over from the dark into this light. Through the veil of your blood, Jesus, I come, I'm yours. I am giving my all to your call. And actually, it goes on and on. I stand up, I stand tall, brave and strong. I'm a soldier of the cross. I give my all to him. I belong. I live for the cause of Christ, the cross before me, the world behind me. No turning back, no turning back. Not choosing a life of ease. I endure hardship as a good soldier of Christ. I'm, it's not myself, I please. So, ah, I mean, and I came on the Tuesday night to share that with all of you. Well, those that were at prayer. And then the Lord had me share it on the next Sunday for those of you that were here. That, interesting, right? So, I'm bringing you up to date now. I read, I read the psalm and then Pastor John went on to say the following. Okay, Pastor John then went on to say the following. Don't kid yourself that you can just live a normal life and say it doesn't matter. Let me tell you what was such a big deal about December and December's crossover. Well, February, on the 4th of February, he said this. Because if you think and anybody says this is the time of year that I deserve to go to the beach and lie on the beach and read a novel and eat my ice cream and drink my drink. And I do that because I earned it and I deserved it for the whole year. Okay, so he said that. And then what else did he say? Okay, so 
There we go. That's what I wanted to read. Pastor John made the announcement, and that wasn't because of what I said. Let me assure you that Pastor John, Pastor John always listens to me with his spirit. He doesn't listen to me as his wife. He listens to me with his spirit. So, some things happened. I didn't know it would cause such a stir and some things happened. And so the Lord said to me that today, I had the sense for today, these words, that's what the Lord said to me, kept saying to me, because I said to the Lord, I can go in 10 different directions with teachings today. Because I'm so full of the revelation knowledge of kingdom ecclesia and uh, uh, kingdom economics and ecclesia economics. I'm full. I've got so much. But I had the sense that the Lord said, let the church speak. So today the church is going to speak. The church is going to speak to the church. And in the presence of God, the church is going to speak in the presence of God today. And I wrote this down from my heart. We will fear and reverence the Lord now in the light of the heart adjustments many of us have already made with the Lord regarding his word to us last week. That love letter, come to me, know me, seek me, come bring your time, come find out about me, come, 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 come. So I got all of this stuff. I get this stuff because I come. I come to God. I'm just a believer, born-again believer, coming to God. That's what he's been saying to you. All your born-again life is to come to get to know him. Right? In order to get to know him, you have to come to him. You actually have to take your body and come to him and talk to him and read his word and read and, and say to him, I'm connecting with you now, Holy Spirit. Thank you for speaking to me. It's practical. But it's got to be done. I can't come for you. I can't know God for you. And if you're not knowing God for you, then you're only going to know about God. You're only going to know about him through me. And that's what God was pleading with us about last, last Sunday. And so where am I now? Okay. The presence of the Lord, the glory of the law of God. When we begin to reverence God more. So now we're going to reverence God. We're going to reverence God now. Without music. We're going to reverence God now. Because the Lord says... When we begin to reverence God more, his presence will manifest more. Reverence his spirit among us, especially because of that prophetic word that came through Hannah last Sunday. It came straight from God about familiarity and how familiarity is going to stop the flow of the Holy Spirit in your life. But if those of you will sit here now and reverence him, what does that mean? You just say in your heart now, I reverence you, Lord. I'm not going to sit here 
with blasé thoughts. I'm not going to listen to people here now today with something that I'm going to think about or have an opinion about. I am reverencing you this morning through them. If we'll have that more, God's presence will manifest more. Because he, we're not waiting for him to manifest himself, people. He's waiting for us. He's waiting for our more, our reverence. Right? He's responding to us. Watch, watch, watch. One of my spiritual fathers said, watch, watch, watch. When people in a meeting begin to show greater, greater respect and greater reverence, we will begin to experience his presence stronger and stronger. And so this morning, the church will speak on two things. They will speak on December, Decembers, because the Lord said to me, I'm not done with a December yet, and I won't get into that. But he said he's not done with that yet. That's why he wants to settle some things here this morning. But the church will speak. And um, because he showed me that many people have said, oh, at least that December's over and I got away with what I got away with. But the Lord showed me this. Pastor John, on the 9th of April, 2017, said this. The eternal move of the Holy Spirit. What price are you prepared to pay? The eternal move? Of the Holy Spirit, what price are you prepared to pay? It was what Brother Jerry, Jesus had Brother Jerry come here to speak those things to us. God's looking for the fruit of those messages. And he said, what price are you prepared to pay? We qualified, but now we go into training for the big one. But if we take our foot off the pedal in December, we could blow it. On the day we must be ready. Well, when I found this by coincidence, it hit me like somebody punched me in my spirit. Pastor John said this in 2017 already. If we take our spiritual foot off the spiritual pedal, we could blow it as a people. And I, re I realized that God in his mercy was not actually showing me if we had blown it. I got the heart of God because he, afterwards he said that to me like this. He said to me, Sharon. I sow and I sow and I come and I sow my seeds and my messages and my messages and I work and I work in my vineyard and I work in my vineyard and I work in my vineyard. And then they vacate for six weeks. They're vacant. I think I must go to the rest of it now, Pastor Christie. It wasn't in my notes, but that's what he said. That's what he said. He wants his more because he wants more for us. Do I have no more for him, but I want him to do more for me? I advance and then I go back. I progress and then I regress. To have a people ready for the Lord, Brother Jerry said, there must needs be certain elements in place. 
I'm still not telling you what to do. I will never tell you what to do. You will always choose for yourself from what's brought from this pulpit. To have a people ready for the Lord. Do you imagine you are waiting for me? I'm ready. I'm waiting for a people obedient, willing, persuadable, and yielded and faithful to me. Too much, too much, too much. And then I was, I was in a very intense place with God when he was speaking this to me now. You have to understand this. When God speaks to me like this, it's intense for me. Because my whole soul comes in it too. And I'm going, oh God, uh, everything that you would experience, I experience in my soul. I'm like, oh God, you're not. Okay, and I said to him, I left my prayer room and I said, I'm going to make myself a cup of tea. I just wanted the intensity maybe just to come a little bit off me. And I was standing in my kitchen when he said to me, they, he's talking about his people now, they call holy their holidays. And I was in my kitchen like this. I said, oh, Jesus. The weightiness of it. Because when he speaks to me, he lets me feel what he feels. You have to understand that. It's not a feelingless conversation. It's full of emotion coming from my spirit to my soul. And so I, I didn't have my cup of tea. I just went back to my prayer room to write this down, lest I should forget it. They call holy their holidays. Isaiah 8, 12, he gave me immediately because he knows the scriptures that I know. Do not call holy what other people call holy. Call the Lord holy. Regard him as holy. Isaiah 58, 13, amplified. Don't turn away your foot from traveling on the Sabbath, from doing your own pleasure on my holy day. A holy day, I went and had a look at the holy day where the original word comes from, the 12th century. It means heiligdach, heiligdach. Holy day, consecrated day, Sabbath, godly, sacred, and directed from God. Then in the 19th century, it became summer vacation. Vacation is to be freed from obligations, to have, want leisure, to be released from some activities. I don't want to go to church over December and January. Release me from the crossing over right now. That's what vacation means. Free, free me from obligation. Release me from this activity. Vacation comes from vacancy, vacant position. To be empty, to be at leisure, to abandon, to give out and be unoccupied. I'm occupied with other things. So I just, I wrote a long thing to the Lord about me. I responded to him. I wasn't responding. Uh, this was my response. Your response, which you will choose. You will choose your response. But I chose my response to that intensity with a long thing that I, let, I read to him. I read to him, no pleasures can I find in this world. Like those in your house where I drink of the streams of your pleasures. I was just quoting scripture to him. No rest can I find like I do in you. Matthew eleven twenty nine. Jesus says, come to me. You'll find rest. You'll find relief. You'll find ease. You'll find refreshment and recreation and blessed quiet. That's all my holiday. I said to him, you are my holiday. You are my holy day. You are my holiday. From this time forth, I leave this behind. And I'm sharing it to you, with you as a sister in Christ. My experience. And so now, we're going to go to some other people's experiences. 
The church will speak this morning. There's some other people that had experiences. And we're going to have um, an honesty here. We're not going to, we're not going to, God wants the church to speak to the church and the church to speak for him. Those that did encounter God. Actually, I'm going to start now with you, Stephanie, because that's the first thing that I, I only found it out about it recently. Stephanie, that Tuesday night encountered God. She had an encounter with God. Stephanie, come. Where's the other? Thank you. The church speaks now, Father. The church speaks. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. So, Pastor Sharon, as you say, we're just being honest here today. Yeah, we are. So, on the 5th of December... I want you to stand so that everybody can see okay. you. Speak to everybody okay. here. Tell them. Okay, Steph. Okay, so that evening of the 5th of December, I was sitting here in front and Pastor Sharon bringing this. And I was sitting here and on the inside of me, I experienced something that I was thinking, what are you doing? Why are you responding like that? Because you were speaking about December. And I thought, I'm not even going away this December. We, have th we would go there a day and go there, but I di we didn't have plans. Yeah. So I couldn't understand why... This, you said it perfectly, Pastor Sharon. Uh, you always said Pastor Garth was, when you was uh, um, disciplining him, you will stand up on the inside. And that's what I actually experienced. I stood up on the inside of me and I said, Lord, I recognize something is happening here with me and I don't like what I'm experiencing. Yeah. Um, I can't say I took offense. The offense is, maybe it is, I don't know. But... I stood up on the inside and I said, Lord, help me, help me. I don't want this. I recognize something is happening with me now and I can't do this in this crossover. So the whole time I was sitting here, I, I can't remember if I even listened to the prayer meeting after that. So when I got into the car, I said, Lord, I need your help. I can't do this on my own, but definitely in me, something is wrong. And I want to cross over in this. And the Lord specifically said to me this words. He said, so, must Pastor Sharon now, exactly this words. So, must Pastor Sharon now keep quiet because you have December. I use her as a vessel to bring it to you. It's December. So, are your December so holy for you? And I I was driving back home, Bertus wasn't with me that evening, and I was driving out here on my way, and I said, Lord, forgive me, forgive me, forgive me, and uh, uh, I was just praying in the spirit back home, and yeah, so I just had that encounter, and then the next day, I want to share this uh, uh, scripture. Yes, can I hold this for you? No, Are I've you okay? It. I've got it, okay. yes. Um, uh, it's uh, Psalm 27. Sorry. No. Uh, no, no. no. This is housekeeping. Yeah. And, and what I'm saying today is... cleaning. Yeah. Me and, me and Mia had this uh, yesterday, that the Lord has given me a tongue of a disciple. And I'm not here to condemn anyone or bring no. judgment to anyone. I'm just sharing what the Lord did in me in that moment. And uh, the Lord is so amazing. After that, I was so free. I was so free. I mean, no one could tell me anything. Just don't, don't come to me. Don't argue with me because 
I had that experience Don't and it was real. Don't get me off my no. encounter I had no. with God. Because you heard it from me, then you cut me off and yes. then you went to God with Amen. it. Amen. Yes. That's what Pastor John yes. said. It's what you have to do with these messages. Yeah. You take them from God, from the messenger, and then you cut him, the messenger, off and you go to God. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. You went to God, I did, because you're crossing over. And then the next morning the Lord said, uh, Psalm 27, 13, what, what would have become of me? If I had not believed, if I had not believed that word, and I, and I said, Lord, and then the Lord did the, the next thing with me. Ish, that was very intense. I remember I put my fingers in my ear. Mm. He, he opened up my ears to hear. It, it sounds like, if I can say like bees, I heard in the spirit the conversations among the people. Yeah. And I, I just said, Lord, forgive us as a people. And the repentance before the Lord for me was also very real. Uh, repenting on behalf of the people. Yes. I mean, I wasn't in that conversations, but in the spirit, I heard, I heard a lot of conversations, a lot of conversation. And I just said, Lord. And, and even when Hannah brought the, uh, the familiarity last week, yeah. re- the Lord reminded me about that sound that I heard mm. in the spirit about people talking and talking and talking and have things to say and things to say. And, uh, um, and then, you know, the one Thessalonians verse, that we will not receive the word is from mere man. So for me, Pastor Sharon, I'm grateful to the Lord. And as you said, you just brought it as a sister in Christ, but it changed my life. Yeah. Because I took the word and I believed the word. Yes. And, uh, um, so for me, that was just so real that I could receive the word yeah. and change. Because so what I was doing there was I was speaking and teaching in a psalm. Yeah. That's yeah. that scripture. That's what I was doing. Yes. I see that now. Teaching one another, admonishing one another that, in psalms and hymns. Mm, mm. That, that's what I brought. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I interrupted no. you. So then, I mean, I was so settled on this. Mm. So in the weeks to come... Uh, um, when people would come to me with their reasonings, I would just say, don't reason with me. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not in agreement with you. Don't reason with me. I've made my choice. I already made my choice. So in my encounter in my, with God. For sure. For sure. And, and that was my memorial, one of the memorials. Those, yes. Because I really did have that encounter that in that moment when you were speaking, I stood up on the inside. And I had to recognize what was happening to me. Yes. And I had to repent from that. Yes. And, and for us as a people, really, I'm trusting the Lord that, that everyone will experience that repentance in his own heart. Well, we've prayed for the people of this congregation. Yeah. We, we heard this in the spirit, pop, 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 that your ears yeah. would pop open. Yeah. Your spiritual ears would pop yeah. open. And your spiritual eyes would pop open. Yeah. So, Stephanie, I'm going to flow in sequence here now. Because I've already checked with you if that's okay. We're having an honesty here now. Mm. That night, Mia came to you. The was it to the Tuesday night or was it the Wednesday the night? The Wednesday. The Wednesday night. Yeah. Right. So. so Mia came to me and I remember sitting in front of my computer. And she, but she can tell the story. I'm just going She'll to tell start. The story. Yeah. Just start it. Yeah. I just I want to say what I experienced in that moment. So I had that that Tuesday evening, and I was sorted and settled. And Mia came in and she said, "Tani Stephanie, I want to ask you a question." And I remember I did this. I said, "Mia, don't ask me." 
if you don't want to hear the truth, please don't ask me. Yeah. And she said, no, but that's why I'm coming, because I know you will speak the truth to me. And Okay. Yeah. MP, can we get this down? Can we just get this down? So, because I think Mia's got something. You, you brought something there, Mia. Okay, yeah. come. Thank you very much, Robis. Thank you, MP. Just let's put it here. Right? Can you see this is housekeeping and house cleaning? Can you see? God's word. We, the narrow road is getting very narrower, but at least to life. For this church. It's for this church. I just want to say. Yes, yes. And then Mia and I had a conversation, and then Harma phoned me, and she said, what did you do, my child? She's crying. And I thought, Lord, she's never been crying for three years in, in this your house. house. What? What is happening? Yeah. They're going to tell their stories as well. Praise the Lord. Come, Mia. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you. The church speaks. The church speaks. Right. The church has spoken. Well, I mean, Pastor Sharon, just to share from from the Tuesday night what happened in me. So when you started to bring that psalm, I immediately, and in my spirit, man, I knew that I was justifying myself, but my soul was so just saying, you know, let me justify myself right now and just, you know. And get it done. And get it over and done with, yeah. you know. And so on the way home after, after Tuesday night, and you were sharing about December, there were... There were very big things happening in my family at that time. And it was tradition to go to December to go down to Gordon's Bay every year. And that's what our flow was. And there was also things in terms of, um, I mean, it was my grandfather was at the was busy dying. And yeah, so it was yeah. at, a, at a time where where things that were happening in our family, it was, it was a real confrontation. And so that's why I immediately started to justify my things because I said, no, what, because of what about the family and what about where we are, you know, together and my grandfather and all of and those things. And, and how can I say when And he's how dying? can I say when, when he's dying and that's what yeah. the family is doing and, you know, so what will that do to my... I mean, that's extreme. I, I mean, that, it, was, it was really... That's me, a legitimate justification. It was... My grandfather's dying. Of course, this, yes. this that's God's doing in this crossover doesn't apply to me. And so that's I was how you were yes, justifying Pastor yourself. Yeah. I was justifying. And then I said, well, and Lord. Pastor John will understand and, and everybody will understand because my grandfather's dying. Yes. And I will speak to Pastor Christie and, and I will be spiritual when I am in the same, at the yeah, coast. You'll go you and know. be spiritual. Yes. And so that's how I justified it. But then Wednesday afternoon, I, the, it was the Holy Spirit who came and he convicted me, Pastor Sharon. You see the Holy Spirit? Yes. The Holy Spirit came? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I'm so yeah. grateful that it was the Holy Spirit who came to convict yeah. me, Pastor Sharon, because I knew it was coming from my spirit, man. Yes. The Holy Spirit saying, what are you doing? You know, and that's why I went to Tani Steph because I know that she's a disciple and I know that she would speak the word of God to me yes. and that she wouldn't soul me. Because at that time, my biggest confrontation was in my soul. And yes. I knew that, past, that, that Tani Steph, she would come with her spirit life to me, yes. you know. And, so, and you wanted it. And that's what I wanted, Pastor Sharon. And so I was in tears sobbing after I spoke to Tani Steph I was back in my room and I was sobbing yes. <laughs> and then I went back to her and I was sobbing again yes. you know and it was just it was in that moment that I was sitting on my floor and I said to the Lord I'm giving you my December and I'm going all in with you and I'm so and I was so aware that it was a cut and 
And something that encouraged me in that time as well, mm. there was a psalm from a lady in the church in I Will Take the Children. And I just heard words of that psalm. It was for defining moments have already begun and for all of Babylon in me to fall and circumcision of the heart. I choose Jesus. That's my part from the start. And it was then in that moment that I just said, Lord, I need your I need you to comfort me now, Holy Spirit, because yes. you are my comfort. And so I've made this choice now to, to stay in December. And I, I haven't yet told my mom because at that stage, I did not know what their decision would have been. And so I had to make that decision that if all of my family goes to December, that I'm then, I'm here in Whitbank with God and Danny Steph, <laughs> you know, in the Kruger family, but that was my choice. And so if I may, these are just the words that, that the Lord gave me to yes. comfort me because I needed comfort in that cut. Of because course. it was circumcision and it was cut and it was bleeding and it was like it was a bloody said, mess. It, it, it was a bloody mess. Yeah, and now you, you need comfort yes. to take you to the marvelous. Yes. Okay, yes. And read so it. these are what just the words that the Holy Spirit gave to me. And it was, I give my all to the call. For this I do not hesitate. I know at this time what's at stake. Cut, cut, cut in my heart. Circumcision, bloody and sore, but beautifully marking me as giving God my all. I have holy recognition of the time we're in. Not going to let us slip in. All out for God. Radical, full tilt. I say yes, yes, yes to this press. I won't miss a beat with God. He now occupies my whole heart. Comfort me, he will. Heal my heart, he will. This is now his time, now and forever. I marked a son of God, a disciple. Going for gold, none of the old. Crossing over and taking full hold. I'm choosing Jesus, that's my stand. So radically do I pursue his plan. It is the time of God. I recognize and obey. Going into the promised land, crossing over day by day. Always changing, drawing closer to Him. Circumcising my heart, this battle I win. I won't let reason, reality and relevance dominate me. I choose to live in revelation and redemption for revolution. My face set as flint, it's a time of war. Into God do I now entrust myself. And, and Pastor Sharon, that was one of the things that Anisef, she mentioned it now. But also what she said to me, she said, you can't reason this out. No. And, and immediately, as she said, that was one of the things that immediately created the shift in me. When she yeah. said, you can't reason it out because I was reasoning it out. And I was thinking of all of the implications of what my decision would make, uh, would have in my family. And as soon as she said that, that was when the Holy Spirit used that point to completely set me free and to yeah. say, I'm not going to reason this out. And I'm going to trust myself to God because the weight in that moment that God put that decision in me is that it was a defining moment and it was a yeah. choosing moment and there, there was too much at stake for me, Pastor Sharon, to, yeah. to not go all in and to not make that decision. And so, yeah, that was, that was the journey that I had at that moment. And then from and then after that it was amazing to me pastor Sharon, because in every sunday service and in pcg i could just i was so there with you and with the holy spirit and i and because i had made that decision the way that i that i received the messages was so different it was so it was yes lord and yes lord and i hear you and i just, and i immediately began to see and hear everywhere where god was actually speaking about december without saying the word December, you know, but yes. it was seek and press in and pursue and praise and, you know, and so immediately when I made that decision, I could hear what the Holy Spirit was saying so clearly. Yes. Um, so, yes. And you were completely free. Yes, Pastor And you Sharon. missed out on nothing, but yes. you gained. Yes, Pastor Sharon. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. And so, um, before I come to the response of Herma and Hannah, 
Uh, I'm going to ask Esther, are you okay with this? That you share your experience? Because it was separate from your mom. It was with the Holy Spirit. And it was separate from Mia. You weren't talking, were you? I don't know. I've, no, I haven't checked this. No, come. Come, Esther. Thank you, Mia. And then I'm going to come to, because these are times of honesty now, Esther. Because it happened to you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I trust him to give me the word to Pastor Sharon. Because you I'm had a psalm to be too. Honest. Yes, Pastor Sharon. So, Pastor Sharon, that... Isn't that uh, interesting? People had psalms. Psalms. Um, just going to... I did take a... In their crossover and their cutting... With, with God cutting December off. Uh, off of them. Cutting holiday, vacation off of them. Uh, nobody's telling you what to do. Right? Peace. 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 We're just sharing with family what happened to us. Peace. Okay. And Pastor Aaron, please tell me where I can go and if I'm going somewhere that I shouldn't. No, you should go me. everywhere that your heart should go. Because okay. today the church is speaking. Yes, Pastor Sharon. Okay. You are the church. Your mom's the church. Mia's mm. the church. We are the church. And the church, the Lord said, the church will speak today. So, Pastor in that evening, sitting in prayer, I heard um, you were um, reading your psalm. And immediately, 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 I knew that I have to stay. So, just to give some background, um, of course, in my journey with KV, yeah. um, we were talking about plans for December. You had already made them. Yes, already They'd made for. Already made the plans. Um, already paid for, um, had lots of expectations and desires in my heart um, because I have to meet his family and I want to meet his family and, you know, yeah. um, and I want good relationships with him. <laughs> and so my soul, there were lots of things happening. <laughs> Thank you. See, this is... <laughs> This is the Holy Spirit. This is the church speaking. Reverence. But, but I, I knew, I knew that this was coming from God. Pastor Shadow, when you were sharing your psalm, I knew that it was coming from God. And um, for me, the so as well, the the um, the confrontation that was happening was happening in my soul because of the plans that I made and because of I don't want to ruin relationships, I don't want to hurt relationships, but in my heart I knew that this was God and that I have to stay, that I can't go. And um, and the big thing I was thinking about it now when I was sitting there, I remember oh, in that evening um, I didn't speak to my mom or anyone, no. I was dealing with it on the inside yeah. of me and with yeah. the Lord, I got into the car and I said, Lord, I'm willing, I'm willing, but I'm asking you to help. I'm asking, I'm willing to stay um, because I hear you, um, and, but I'm asking you for wisdom because I don't know how I'm going to do this or how it's going to happen. And um, that evening as well, I remember I was just being with the Lord and I was actually, I was showering, but I was thinking about all of this that's happening. Yeah. And, um, the circumcision and, is real. And hey? the big thing that was for me, like, I know this is God. So if I don't choose, I was at a point where I was saying, like, if I know this is God and I deliberately now not choose him, why am I even here? 
like I knew it would alter my integrity with my walk with God, if I can say it in words Absolutely. like that. Like how would I be able to go forward with him if I know this is him? I know this is him, but yes. I have this choice. And if I choose that, I know pressure would be much less. Yeah. It would be, uh, it won't hurt any relationships. I can choose that, but I know this is him. And why am I even at our exchange yeah. then? That yeah. was my thing. I was like, Lord, if I don't choose you here, why? I don't have to go forward with you because I would know going forward that I didn't choose you. I knew it was, like you said, that was a big thing in your psalm of, I won't go dark in this light. So he did bring light to me. And so I had a choice to either go with the light or... Or go dark in the light. Or go dark in the, in light. the light. But then I would know that it was you, my choice to, to go, go dark. dark in the light because he brought light to yeah. me. Yeah. Um, and so that was... and. Um, yeah, I, I knew it was, because in the beginning as well, uh, my mind also wanted to justify it, of maybe, maybe it's, um, you know, also about, they would understand this is, an, I mean, God is doing, I mean, I'm engaged, the Lord initiated this whole journey, yeah. you know, it's, it's God, you know, yes. and people will understand, Pastor John maybe will understand, you yes. know, that this, yes. this is the time that we're in, you know. Um, and oh, but I, so justification also yeah. wanted to come to me. Um, and I, I heard because, like, my mom said they didn't plan to go away for December, but they did have like a day here or a day there. That, and so I heard my mom say they're not going to do that anymore. So I knew if they're not, I thought, th I knew this is real. Like, they're making the choice. This was God. This thing that's happening in me is, is, God, is God. And I have to go with it. Um, so that was, and of course, for the first time with me and KV, that was big confrontation for us together yes, because yes. now I, yeah, and that was a whole different learning experience with us because now I had, I said to him, I have to stay. I have to stay. And he had his own journey with the Lord of how, because at first it was, okay, then, then you have to stay. But then the Lord spoke to him and said, he has to stay as well. Yeah. So even in that posh, and there was a lot of confrontation and pressure that I, um, yeah, that the Lord helped me through. Praise yes. the Lord. Um, I'm just trying to think, get to my psalm. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Um, oh, and that is when I did go to Pastor John, Pastor yeah. Sharon, because I said to him, um, in my heart, I know I have to stay, mm. but um, I don't, I don't know how and wisdom and and so he helped you he helped me because and he didn't tell he me said this he didn't tell i'm me not going to gonna tell you what to do i he wish didn't. but he said this i wish i could tell you it's okay for you to go didn't he what say did that and i, I wish like, i could tell you it's okay for you to go praise the Lord. but i'm not telling you what to do and i said to this psalm the the lord encouraged me with the night before i went to pastor john and i'm so grateful because in my heart, I made, before I went to Pastor John, I made the choice that I will stay. Yeah. Um, because I knew I wanted to give my all. Yeah. And for the first time, I also, okay, not for the first time, but in a, in a deeper way, I experienced the power of your words because I knew that, um, like I've said, like it will alter my integrity with God because I've been speaking to God that I'm going all in. Mm -hmm. That was that's my words have created in my heart that I'm going all in with God, and yes. I knew if I don't do this, I'm not going all in with yeah. God. So it immediately confronted 
the words that I was speaking over my life. Yes. And so I had to go with, I have to act, I had it, I had to act on the words that I've been speaking. speaking. And you're, what you're creating, being creating with yes, your words. Yes, Pastor Sharon. Yeah. And um, so I'm so grateful that I wrote this down the night before, because when I went to Pastor John, I really wanted him to tell me what to do. I really wanted him to tell me, because then it's easy, because then Pastor John said, but he didn't. <laughs> He didn't tell me what to do. Um, he, he, he said to me that um, if I had a word from the Lord for you, that he would then tell me to stay. But he said, I don't. Yeah. I don't have a word from the Lord for you. No. So he said, it's, it's your choice. Yeah. So he didn't at all tell me you have to go or it's wrong for you to go or you have to stay. Or He, he said, it's, or it's, your choice. it's your choice. And I was like, oh, again, I was like, my mind wanted to almost justify, okay, maybe, maybe it's okay if I go, you know, but I knew I already wrote this and I already gave my commitment to God the night before. And I said to Pastor John, I know what I have to do. Mm -hmm. And so can I read this? Please, please. Um, yeah. Okay. This crossover moment. Oh, this cut so deep. Yes, Lord, I take the leap. With you I go all in, no turning back, no halfway this way or that way. With you in every moment I now stay. Right here, right now, I make this choice. I'm choosing my level. That was also a big thing, Boshan, that grabbed my as you said, it's your, oh, that's, well, I, because you choose how far you want to go. So yes. it's not that it would be a sin for me to, Go on December, for no, example. No, no, you're choosing your level. It's just how much do I want of God? How how all in and am how I much for Him? Do you, yeah. Yes, exactly. How, and then it's it's my. I need the ball is in my court. It's my choice how yeah. much I yeah. want. Um, and it wouldn't have been a sin. Did you hear that? It wouldn't have been a sin if she'd gone. But it's her level and her choice that she's choosing with God. I'm choosing my level not allowing the devil, a choice to go all in. I choose life that my descendants and I might live and be blessed. I give my all to the call. Radical I am, standing tall I can. Your spirit is giving me wings to fly. I now soar to the highest high. You are right here with me in my moment of choice. I say yes, Lord. I do it with a big smile because at that moment I cried a lot. I do it with a big smile and I choose to rejoice. No matter the pressure, no matter the persecution, you remain my first choice. Oh, I cut out all the noise. I lift my voice to you, God, will I sing and shout. We're going all in, I'm completely sold out. There's no stopping to what you have planned. In your will, I choose to stand. You are at my right hand, taking me over. A moment to remember and to speak of to my children. I make my stand. With you, I'm going into the promised land. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Glory Jesus. Glory to God. I will take the children. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank Hallelujah. you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Esther. Thank you, Pastor Sharon. Yeah, the church is speaking. The church is speaking. The church speaks. So... Is there something that you do want to say at this point, Herma? Two points. Come, come, Herma. The church speaks. 
This God's legislative assembly is convened here. Right. Yeah, so I won't go. Mia's referred to the whole process of making this choice and the pressure. And it wasn't because of the holiday. It was because of the family relations that we value so much. And that was really the pressure for us. But once we did make that decision, Pastor Sharon, the two things that the Lord just brought to me was the circumcision of the heart. When Abraham had to offer Isaac, that was a very real price. And, you know, it's one thing to give money and it can cost you, but it's, it's detached from you. Yeah. But when it is relationships that, you are, that you've worked very hard at restoring and then you have to lay that down, it really, really costs you. And we had to be prepared to lay down potentially that relationship, not knowing what the outcome would be. But that is what the Lord required from Isaac. It was yeah. an absolute cut and it really cost him very deeply. Yeah. And so if the Lord is asking that, it was just how can we not, how can we not give that? Yeah. And then the other thing is... Um, you know, the Lord speaks to me more. I'm always more on the on the warfare side of things. I'm not really the a crier. And so it, it doesn't take a lot of discernment to understand that we really are in a war right now. Yeah. And what came to me strongly was years ago, I read that book from Reese Howells on how God used him in intercession to direct the Second World War yeah. and literally battle after battle they would have to pray through. And... It was just, you know, if this is a time of war, and I really believe it is, spiritually. Oh, it is. That yeah. when those battles came up, they could not say to the Lord, Lord, I'm so tired tonight. I just want to go rest a little bit. But the Lord is busy directing those battles. And the very next morning, their prayers could literally turn the battle this way or that way and impact the world. Now, I don't know to what extent God is using this, yeah. but in this time of war, right now, you know, you can't go home. You might be tired, but if you're in that war, you have to fight that war until it's over. Yes. And so if, if I'm in a time of war, well, it's just not a time that I can say, Lord, this is my time. Yeah. I have to fight. This is what the Lord says. Yeah. And so that's that obedience. And those were the two things that really helped you, helped me through and still is. Yes. I'm in that time. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Herma. Hannah. So, you know. Yeah, so I mean, um, you know, for us it, it was very confrontational because as everyone said already, you know, we'd made our plans. We actually made our plans August, September already. We'd paid our tickets. Everything was in my, my grand, my, my dad was passing away and he passed away early in December. And so, you know, there was so much going on. It was just kind of, okay, here's a time where we can just be as a family together, kind of regroup, get together again, rest and all of those kind of things. And then um, this word came and it's a funny, Pastor Sharon, because all the prophetic insight, you know, but just before you brought that, I was still telling her, Mom, I'm so glad this year we're not hearing about a sermon. We can actually go on holiday. <laughs> and, uh, you know, yeah. and there was no pressure about it. But then that word did come. And the way I understood that word was really that it, you know, what the Lord showed me afterwards. Actually, let me say this first. So, so we were reasoning in our minds and there were all of these things. And everyone because really... Because it came first from Mia. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, Mia asked. Mia Harma. was in tears. Yeah. yeah. So all that happened yes. with 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 yeah. Stephanie. And then Harma phoned Stephanie actually. Because up until then, up until Mia, mm. you were going. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, when that word came, the confrontation started in our hearts yeah. because you hear the word, yeah. and so you can't deny that you've so heard she it. Just, but now you're fussing she in your mind. She just it on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And actually, the scripture with that fussing in your mind. I mean, if you look at Second Corinthians ten here in the Amplified, in as much as we refute arguments and theories and reasonings. And every proud and lofty thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God. We lead every thought and purpose cap away captive to the obedience of Christ. So that is where that battle is. Because in your heart, you know you've heard from the Lord, like Esther said. But you're still fussing in your mind with it because you don't really want to give the obedience. Yeah. I mean, we even say things to one another. Like, we don't want to go and ask Pastor Christy about it because she knows what she's, what she's going to say to us. You know? yeah. Yeah. So what I want to do... <laughs> We really do love you and thank you for it, but it's tough. <laughs> yeah. And we understand it's grace, but it's, it's really. <laughs> um, but then what Harma did is she called Stephanie and she said, Stephanie, what do I do? So the, the lesson from that for us also, there's many things that we are, you know, what happened is once we made the decision, the flood of revelation, I cannot explain it to you. So beforehand, it's almost like a little bit more logic. It's a little bit more in your mind and, okay, I'm going to, to now do this. Once you give God your yes, the flood of revelation, I mean, if we look at it back now, we think, how could we ever have thought the way that we did? But it's these reasonings yeah. and things going on. But the minute you give God your yes, and it is a fuss in your mind, it is a fuss in your soul, um, you know, then that revelation comes and it's just, it's extraordinary. Yeah, it's extraordinary. And um, she, she phoned Steph and she said, Steph, what do I do? And Steph just spoke the truth to her and said, you must go. And so that brought peace. We made our decision and we decided to stay. And as I said, then the flood of revelation did come. And so, you know, there's, there's so many things since that. And, you know, Pastor Sharon, even when you said that you, you know, if the Holy Spirit leads that way, if we'll be willing to speak. I mean, obviously, fussing with it this whole weekend. What do I say? What don't I say? And preparing by the Spirit for it. Because at the same time, you don't want to offend anyone with it, you know. No, 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 yeah. no. This is housekeeping. And, yeah. and, and, and actually, it's opportunity for you all mm. to hear. Mm. This we're doing with joy. Mm. The mm. church is speaking with joy. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. yes. The yes. church is speaking with joy. Yeah. And so if you're having a confrontation in your heart, then you know you, you are without excuse. And that's mm. where God wants you. Yeah. He's got you right where he wants you. Yeah. 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 He's got you right where he wants you. And mm. God must get what he wants that's it. from a people. Yes. See, Pastor Sharon, that's exactly the point, because as I was working with the Lord through this this weekend, it's one of the things that he said, you know, what now? Can he not speak to his people the way that he wants to speak to his people? Yeah. Can he not speak about our members? We come and here January's together in his not name speak? to serve him, exactly. but he's not allowed to speak yeah. the way that he wants to because we're too polite and too careful for one another. And he yeah. can't speak through whichever vessel he chooses to speak through in the way that, that yeah. they speak. So, so we, we are on in this crossover together. Mm. And this is a moment of honesty where those who are, are going to choose the level, you have to just excuse us if we don't ask you how, you, how was your holiday because we're really not interested. But we do love you and we don't judge you. Do you see how that can work? Yeah. We really do love you and we don't judge you, but we're not interested mm. in what you did. Because I'm having holy conversations with people that are going all in. And I'm loving everybody else with a big heart of love. Mm. 
and no judgment. So if you're getting ju feeling judged and condemned, that's on you. That's on you. That's not coming off us that I have ch are busy choosing our level. Hmm. And that's it. Hmm. This, is, this, is, this is how it works in a family. This is how it works in a marriage. This is how it works in a family. I mean, one of the words that uh, will always stick with me is, as he said to me, I gave my all to God before I met KV. I went all in for God before him. I thought, sure. Wow. And that's a fact. That's a spiritual fact. Now I'm not going all in because of a relationship. That's exactly how Pastor Christie has conducted her marriage. That is why God was able to pull Hrobis through. Because she didn't go with everything. Now she can. Because Hrobis has repented. Now she can. But up until then, she chose Jesus first. Not her husband. She chose Jesus first. She had no marriage problems. She had not one marriage problem. She was loving him every day. She's just not going his way. Now, if the fight's coming from the other person to you, that's on them. Can you see that? It's just like that. So the... the so the, the, your repentance, yeah. it, it, it was your circumcision that you were having, yes, Hannah. Yeah. Yes, and it was tough. And you know, Pastor Sharon, I know But you that came that through. We came through, absolutely. And you had such freedom. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And the truth is that for most people, I think the majority, the December thing is oftentimes it's the family thing. It's grandparents and it's kids and it's... Yeah, and don't read that scripture know, to mm. me that Jesus said, yeah, I have to leave my family in December. Mm. And my mothers and my brothers and my wives mm. and my aunties and my uncles in December? No, I'll, I'll, I'll some other time. Mm. But not over December. Mm. December going into January. No, when the Lord showed me how hard He works all year spiritually in us, digging, compost, dunging us, digging. And then He said, and then all restraint is thrown off over the whole of December going into January, and I've got to start all over again. I saw what kind of a people he's looking for in the future. And there will be enough of us. And so, but we must be honest with everybody else and say, I'm not so interested in your holidays anymore. Really not. I'm very interested in your crossing over. I want to hear all about it. But I'm, 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 I'm not going to be asking you, so how was your holiday? When I'm not interested, what am I? I'm being two-faced to you. So I did. I did have some people come to me and say to me, I don't know how to behave towards other people that didn't even give it a second thought, what God was saying. And they're coming back with all their holiday things and I, I, don't, I don't know how to behave. And I try and put the smile on my face, you know, as if I'm really interested. But I'm not really. Well, we've had a circumcision. We've had a cut. It's real in us. So now what, what have you and I got to say when you want to tell me about your whole December? 
I crossed over. What did you do, Matthew? You know, well, Pastor Sharon, now you know I, I deserved this. You know, I mean, it's like, okay, love you, bye, love you, bye. Yeah, Hannah. Yeah. So you know, so, I mean, when when Israel was called to come across with Moses, yeah. When Joshua called them to go across, mm. the Lord didn't really ask any. Okay, is this convenient for you? What's going on in your family? Is your granddad dying? Do you need to just stay behind in Egypt a little mm. bit longer before you can go across? Because I understand your situation is unique, and everyone yeah. has got a unique situation. Yeah. You know what? What hit me what you spoke about in message moments two weeks ago as well, as how we infect the body with the choices that we make. Yes. So yes. I make a choice against the word that God, not, not, a, not a vessel, yeah. the vessels are the mouthpiece for God, but it's God who says, I want this people right. now. And you make a choice to not do that. What you are actually saying to a people is, look, I got away with it. And I you went know away, how awkward. I had a reason. And you know how awkward you you make us feel when you want to push your holiday on us. You, you, you impact us. You impact me when you want to come to me with that. And you will impact, the, you must rather keep quiet, rather zip your lip about your holidays in this congregation than try and touch a little one who's going all the way in. That was a big deal to me. I saw the Lord showed me there were people coming back from holiday and, and giving their justifications to other people in this church. Giving them. And stumbling them. Making them second guess themselves that you're so right. God's not going to have this anymore now in this congregation. This is the moment of honesty here now. And Hannah, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to cut you short because I have to call, um, I have to call, um, who do I have to call? Who do I have to call? Is there, is there, is there something on you, Janine? Come, sorry. No, because we're already at 11.32, but I, f I knew we were going to go long this morning. And so I also knew that I would say to you, if you need to leave, please leave quietly. But this is family business. Yeah. I'll try to be quick, Pastor Sharon. Um, just to confirm what you've said about Decembers. Yeah. How, how we have, it's really a serious thing before God. And I mean, I've been in this church 22 years. Yes. And I had a business I was running in Johannesburg and we were very busy and I worked very hard. Yes, you did. And the, just because of the nature of the industry that I worked in, the only time I could take holidays were in December. Yeah. So I justified it. You really deserved it. I deserved it. You deserved it. You, you they were, in hard. the early years, no one, Pastor John never said anything about going away on holiday. Never. It only started 2017. Yeah. So year after year, I just made my own, well, Han and I in agreement, just made our own decisions and we went. And mm. it's not to say that we were in sin. No, but no, what this I, is not sin. But what I can honestly say, when you say you take your foot off the spiritual pedal, yeah. That's what happened year after year after year. I would take my foot off the spiritual pedal. I would start January and I feel like I missed it. I blew it. I never, it was as if the previous year, the prophetic word had no working out in my life. And I was just not growing at the pace that I knew 
God wanted me to. Yes. And I was frustrated and disappointed. And I knew it was all me, but I didn't really understand why. And why? I didn't know it was December. You didn't know that you were making progress and then regress. Yeah, and I didn't understand the yeah. reason. Yeah. So when Pastor John did start speaking about it openly from the pulpit and saying, and year after year it got more serious. Yeah. Until where we are now. Until yeah. We, we are, yeah, so when I first started hearing it, I mean, I, I did say to you before that everything you've ever, you and Pastor John have said from the pulpit, I've never found any reason to find offense with. Whenever I've heard hard things that the Lord has brought, I've recognized that it's been God speaking. It's the Holy Spirit speaking. I embraced it. It was hard. I let it cut me. It hurt but when I heard the December thing, like others have shared, that something raised up in me because I'm like, I deserve this. I need a break. I'm so tired. I yeah. just need to get away. I need a break. I'm so tired. Yes. You know, and... Um, and sure. Did you ever have a break? I didn't come back refreshed. I came no. back frustrated, tired, because I wasn't resting in him. I was resting on the beach, <laughs> clutching out in my brain. You know, I definitely took my foot off the spiritual pedal. And yeah, I mean, I say it with shame and repentance because really it... And this December was very different. It was, Pastor Sharon. Well, I mean, I mean... You had a rest. I don't know if... And you're so strong now, spiritually. Yeah. You feel, you're experiencing the difference in you. Well, I noticed, you know, with, when the new open door word came... That was such a transition period for Han and, and I because mm. that was it almost, I mean, it was a rescue mission. The Lord pulled us out of our circumstances and a, a whole series of circumstances unfolded which brought us here to make a decision to give him our all yes. because there was such a recognition that if I didn't give him everything, I'm going to die yeah. spiritually yeah. and I'm never going to grow. We had to give him our all. Oh. Yeah. So, actually, when you shared that word at, 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 pre at, prayer. at prayer, it was already settled. When you said, you're not going in this way in December, it was, sure, cool, we're here. Yeah. No problem. It, we got, we've, he's brought us to a place where obeying oh, was easy. Yeah. And I can say this is the first December that I've pushed through. It wasn't even hard. It was just a joy. I was at home, and it was a blessing, and I'm growing and I'm coming into everything he has for me, Pastor Yes, Sharon. you are, Janine. Yeah. And I've started yes. the year strong for the first time. Yes. After 22 years of being in this church. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes, so, Janine. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, thank you, my darling. Last one. Taryn, you want to say something? You want to say something? Two, three minutes? And then the church has spoken for today and these things. Okay. Oh, all right. Come. <laughs> Come, Taryn. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your word. Yes. Thank you for your word. Yes. Thank you, Pastor Sharon. Yes. Yeah, so I think the Holy Spirit just helped me with some points here, but... Really, where it started in my heart, Pastor Sharon, was, I don't know if it was the same PCG I've been meaning to go back to it, or even the one before, but we were in such a holy time with 
with the father in the crossover and he had holy vigils with us. Yes. And you said that you and Pastor John, because Pastor John was also preaching at that time about the plans that we make, how we plan and we plan and we plan and don't allow his plan to prevail in our lives. And you yeah. had said something so precious that I've held, I held onto. And I just took by faith in that PCG. You, you said, Pastor Sharon, that you and Pastor John are making plans how you're going to have holy vigils in the evenings. And I just said, sure, Lord, I've planned to go on holiday with my family. I don't know how this is going to look because the environment doesn't lend itself to that. But I purpose in my heart, I'm going to have holy vigils with you. But I'd, we had made our plans with family. And the same thing, what we've heard from everybody, justification, justification. My sister's also having a baby. She's due. I've been standing on the word of major, major work of restoration in families that God's going to do breakthrough and miracles. Yeah. So you think this is the time that you're going to let your light shine and it's going to be a wonderful time of restoration with family. But when that word then came the following Tuesday night of December's, my heart just said, Lord... December is yours. And, um, and so I also, I just carried it in my heart with the Holy Spirit because I knew I'd even have confrontation with my husband because of family matters. I mean, the other thing that we had also just made a commitment to, it was my mom and my dad's 60th on the Saturday that Pastor John was bringing a message. And I said, I don't want to go. I want to be here. Do not miss God. And we had to have hard discussions and I just said, Holy Spirit, you're really going to have to do a work in my heart and my family's because I trust you. And I had a holy conversation with someone because shouldn't we be talking about this in the holidays? Yeah. Yeah. And it was with Angie and we just had a conversation to say we have to trust the word of God to work, yes. to change hearts. And that's such a confidence that we can have because the word of God always prevails and it always works. Yes. And... Um, so just there was that, and I knew in my heart, I said, Lord, I'm giving you my December. And I knew it wasn't just this December, Pastor Sharon, but there's been so well, many. You knew it. Yeah. You see, in the, she knew it already. I didn't have to come and even bring this message this morning. She already gave all her Decembers and Januaries to God. And I make that declaration. Yeah. I give all of my Decembers to Jesus. I give all of my months from January to December to Him because He wants, He's given us everything. Yeah. And if we truly want more, He's given it. It's up to us. As someone said, the ball is completely in our court. Yeah. And... Um, and it's really this December, he really just showed me also, I mean, completely the war story. We are in the middle of a raging war. And if we realized our responsibility as soldiers to take our place, it would be, I mean, God is just bidding us. He's, at the, he's leading the command of this charge. And all we have to do is come with him. And so the one day it was also, he just really, in a time of shouting, because he, he said, we have that, we can take it. Yeah. And um, it was after a roar in the spirit, and he just showed me again, I hear a sound. And if we hear the words of that song that the Lord brought us, yes. bidding us as soldiers, you know, it was just beautiful. So I have some of them. But what I also want to just share is that also I'm so grateful for a conversation we had, Bryn. And again, shouldn't we be talking about this? Because before we left, and I had justifications in my heart, just like everyone, to say, but we do need a break. We need a rest. You know, and these young ones also, the eye exchanges after a full year, it's a wonderful time for them to have an opportunity to rest. And I remember you were persistent in it, Bryn, to say, no, how dangerous it is. And I mean, we've had... We've had very severe things happen in our family over December where 
even we yielded to going to that 60th and there was conversations that took place there that I truly believe should ought not have taken place because there was demands made by family that caused somebody to go off track that had a word from the Lord very personally for him to spend December with Jesus. He had a dream and he encountered God. And just because of human conversations and traditions of man, things went awry. And I'm not saying that that was the reason or wasn't. I don't know that in my heart and I know God's going to restore. But it just shows how severe God is being with us at this time. It's, it's not time to take place in civilian life affairs. God's calling us to be soldiers, to be soldiers in this army. And so we just, we can respond and he's asking for our response now. How long does God need to respond? How long do we want to take? That was a message on the 31st of May, 2021. Also in the wilderness, the people in the wilderness become a now generation people. How long do we want to take to get what God's got for us? No, we don't want to take long, Father. The 11-day journey doesn't need to be 40 years. And so, so it, this was just in my heart. It was also from Pastor John recently. Oh, sorry, Pastor Sharon. Sorry. This was just really powerful, but Pastor John was speaking about how he had an opportunity when he was a young man to go to Durban and pursue something where he would have a wonderful opportunity to make a huge amount of money. And he said this, because if you've given up your divine alignment and your divine assignment to follow opportunity, then you're always going to justify your choices. And that will become the most important argument of your life. What are the most important arguments of our life? Our holidays? <laughs> this is a serious time for God. This is war, and our whole life depends on it. Our entire life depends on this moment and our choosing to cross over. And all he's doing, he's asking us to come to him. Just a small, small choice of heart, come to him, seek him. He makes obedience easy. He makes obedience so easy, and there's such rest. There's such restoration. There's such recreation in the new creation, really. And so that's in my heart. There's a lot more, but that's really Pastor Sharon. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. These are the tears of Jesus for his church. I'm telling you, they're the tears of Jesus for his church. Because he's not taking away a December and a January. He's giving something that we will only know what he's giving us on the other side of obedience. And his tears are for you. Yes. He so wants everybody to cross over together. Yes. He so wants that. Yes. And he just put a prayer in my heart from Philippians 3 because that's Pastor John's been bringing that scripture about how we are to strive for all that lies ahead. And it says, if, if anyone is not yet gripped in the TPT by the same passion 
our God will reveal it to them. Yes. And so, Father, thank you for popping our eyes open yes. to the things that you truly want to reveal to us as a people, Father. Yes. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Yeah. And Pastor John has the same spirit. He had the spirit of intercession come on him for those that had not crossed over. God's grace is so big, but he really wants to draw a line in the sand now. Yeah. Yeah. And true repentance, as we heard from Pastor Sharon this morning, true repentance will yield fruit. Teach us your heart on repentance, Father. Pastor Christy, do you think we're done? God willing, oh God willing that we can continue with this because this kind of corporate environment does make repentance possible. But as these precious ones, as the church has spoken here, they were having their repentance on their own with the Lord. They had their cut and their circumcision on their own. And uh, I didn't get to the other part, and that's obviously to be continued. This is to be continued. The Lord said the church will speak about the Decembers, and the church will speak about money. What is your more for? He will speak, and he requires the church to answer. And there will be those that will answer by the Spirit of God. And that's just, he just wants to hear it, you know. He just wants to hear the church speak. Hey, Taryn. 
Thank you, my darling. Thank you. Sure. Well. Glory to God. Glory to God. I believe even as the church has been speaking, there's already been repentance happening, realizations, shocks of realizations. I believe God has begun a work here in many people's hearts because we are Ecclesia and God is looking for a people that will go all in. Well, I pray for you now, as Pastor John would pray for you, that the word and the blood of Jesus surrounds you and protects you, protects your mind. Um, I have somewhat of a, of a loving advice to give you to be very careful what you speak about now when you go home, in your cars and with one another. Because what you speak against is you can't have. You can't have what you speak against. So be careful now to not come with your justifications and reasonings after this morning. Give the Holy Spirit an opportunity in your heart. Because you can, you can, you can, you can fix this for yourself forever by just having a conversation with other people and just go, it's not for me. It's not, this is not for me. But now the Holy Spirit is giving us opportunity. So the word and the blood of Jesus surrounds you and protects your mind and your hearts in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. And you're blessed going out. You were blessed coming in and you're blessed going out. And you've been so wonderful sitting here and taking in God. You've just been absorbing God. Hallelujah. You've just been absorbing God. And there will be more of this because the Lord says the church must speak. Wasn't this precious the church spoke can you see how he worked last weekend the father spoke to us through hannah and through pastor john bringing love letters to us love letters to us last week and pastor john said this message of last week is going to stand forever and now now we have this where god says let the church speak thank you we acknowledge that this was you today lord we acknowledge and we thank you that you are helping us with everything in Jesus' name. And we all say, Amen. Bye-bye, everybody. You are greatly loved and so blessed.